0: To the circle of the Day podcast episode 79, 639. five eleven. Mr. is the host, Steve. This I see here with my brothers, my brothers from another mother's, my fellow four horsemen the we're missing one. Of course, he's uh grieving the loss of you know the, the god of professional that's why he's not here today. <laughs> he's over there grieving the loss because he got to go to Sunday. someday, Saturday, excuse me. But yes, my fellow horsemen here, my fellow family members, so, of course, I have. The one and only. He directs you where to go, where to be, and where oh, there to we pay. go. There you go. That's why he is the one and only the director CK1.
1: NXT is dead to
0: me. Rest in peace. And of course I have this individual who not only just live a miles from Winnipeg, North Canada, uh not only he is the most Valuable podcaster and the most violent podcaster because he is the undisputed, the unmatched, the unrivaled, the undefeated, and the uncensored money by God of
2: Podcasting Mike. And releases again. If you haven't seen Drake Maverick's video, I highly go recommend. Did he release another one?
1: Is there another he did? Because I think the last one was uh, was kayfabe, I think the last one.
2: If that one's kayfabe, man, this one this one knocks it out of the park.
1: Because oh, the last God. one, it was a crying video, and then, you know, in NXT they were like, well, we saw <laughs> your video. If you want to keep your job, you can be in, like, some tournament, and he won the tournament. So I was like, would they do that if that wasn't part of the storyline? Or were they really that nice to him? I don't know. I
0: don't that's, know anymore. That's
1: a good question. Uh, we don't even know anymore. But we'll get into
0: that in a bit. Let's get into – Gentlemen, AEW, full gear pay-per-view this past weekend. What an epic event. We saw a surprising debut as well. Man, fantastic overall. And let me give you the results for full gear. The pay-per-view buys was $145,000. 2nd best pay-per-view for AEW overall in the last three years that they have done pay-per-views. And in revenue, you know, 45% they keep and the rest of it to their, you know, distributors and sponsors. They made about $3 million in just that one night. So congratulations to Tony Khan and for a phenomenal job. Fantastic. I, I think this was incredible, man. I, I can't, I'm speechless, man. I can tell you that I was from this to like, yeah, to crying. Like, yes, man, yes. This was like a WrestleMania 30 moment for me. You know, the yes movement kind of reminded me that you know, with Adam Hangelmatch, but I'll take it to you, director. Tell talk to talk to the people. Give the people what they want, dirty heels.
1: Uh give them <laughs> what they want. And your thoughts overall for full gear. I mean, what do they want? What they want, it sounds like what I want. Um you said it was the highest rated and revenue intake pay-per-view in AEW history and pay-per-view buys and the revenue that they took. Okay, cool. That's, that's a lot of proof in the pudding that counters what I'm going to say is that AEW pay-per-views are so good. And I'm a bit of a bootlicker on on the Tony Khan brand right now, but they're so good that I wouldn't even place that in the top five pay-per-views. That's how good their general product is and how great full gear was. And it's still isn't in the top five favorites for me. Mm. And, and that's not saying it was a bad pay-per-view. That's just telling you how, you know, let's say they've had 30 other pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. This is just like in the top 25, maybe like, you know, the, the bottom 25, you know, um, it was, it was a short pay-per-view too. Not a lot going on. Like you didn't get lost in the, um, how much was going on. There was definitely a cooler match, which is a word we used to use when, they would use like uh, a women's boring match or a match people weren't interested in before the main event to get people to go get their beer, take their pee, and then they can come back refreshed. Uh, I do kind of think that was the Britt Baker match, unfortunately, and that's not her fault. I think that there was just so much action going on leading up to that that people were a little tuckered out and just they knew that uh, the Adam Page Kenny Omega match was after that. So I think a lot of people in the crowd were a little quiet, kind of reminiscent of a of an old Japanese wrestling crowd where they're just you know. Mm-hmm. Dead silent. <laughs> yes, like, I'm, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love how Pride would do that. It would be quiet, and then someone gets head kicked, and it's like, oh, and then it's like quiet again. Yes. Um, but th- those are my general thoughts. Um, if you want to break down the card match by match, or you know, kind of give it some highlights here and there, we can definitely do that.
0: Well, we, you know, let's get into that. How about we get into which was the best match for you? You know, not the night. Which one oh, the show? Which one oh, actually the show? <sighs>
1: Stole the show. Let me run down the list here. Because I mean, obviously, the Kenny Omega Hangman Page had the best psychology of the night. Um, I really dug the Eddie Kingston CM Punk match for a lot of different reasons. The psychology of that match uh took some turns. Um, they were both, I believe, being cheered. There was a CM Punk Kingston or Eddie Eddie Kingston. It was it was back and forth, and then Eddie obviously started them for before the match even started, clocked him, I think, with like brass knucks and almost knocked CM Punk out. And that actually got more cheers for, for Eddie Kingston. I don't know if people noticed, but people were like, into that. Um, but what I love about this match is it shows that CM is still willing to get his hands dirty. He's not just here to fluff his record or to come back and look like the best in the world by taking easy matches. Uh, this was a short fight. It was felt like it was only like seven minutes, um, but it was to the point, it was grimy, it was violent. It was an Eddie Kingston classic. Uh, CM got the win. That may be the right decision, but I want Eddie to start winning. If you look at Eddie's AEW record, I'm sure he's either 50 50 or on the losing end, in my opinion. Um, and that's something that's continues on into the dynamite episode we'll talk about when we get to it. Um, but the main event as good a match as you're going to get out of those two, I think, on a pay per view in America. Uh, very Japanese strong style from American wrestlers, you know, the thing that Kenny Omega is great at. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hate to be redundant about this. If you, uh, if you guys don't know that, not you, but the fans out there don't know the inside behind Kenny Omega's life. Everything is a video game theme. Uh, he has uh, he comes out dressed like wrestling characters. His finisher is the One Wing Angel, That's Sephiroth's ding song, and his codename from Final Fantasy VII. Throughout AEW, Kenny even maybe before back in the Bull Club days, Kenny Omega has kind of always been the Sephiroth, the wrestling. He is completely undefeatable. He is hard to beat. He is very hard to kill. Um, and then Hangman Page has kind of fallen into the Cloud Strife role, the uh, up-and-coming underdog hero that everybody wants to see take down Sephiroth, and uh, he finally did it. You know, he's one out of three for sure, Um, but some cool things that happened is now you can add uh, less than four people, I believe, have kicked out of the One-Wing Angel, and Kenny Omega is now one of them. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I I think it's been Okada, Jericho, and now, Kenny Omega. I, I I think you know Matt's not here. He can correct me on that. There might be one more, um, but yeah, I, I was screaming full blast at the TV as soon as I saw Kenny put him up in the or uh, Hangman put him up in the electric chair. I thought Kenny was going to get out of it and maybe like hit a V trigger on the way down. Yeah, he hit it. He hit it clean. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! That's the first time I've ever seen anyone hit One Wing <laughs> Angel that wasn't Kenny, and to do it on Kenny uh, <laughs> was was wild. And then, um, I love the dual, uh, buckshot lariats, hit him from the front, hit him from the back. Obviously the elite, uh, specifically the young bucks, were on both sides of the ring. When he hit both of those buckshots, Matt and Nick both just looked up at him. Like, you got to put all the other down, man. Like you have to do it. Like, there's a reason we were out here not interfering in this match. And then again, we'll get to what happened in the dynamite promo next, you know, the week after which it's all connected. So, um, Good pay per view. I loved it. It was fun. I was full blown screaming, like screaming, like you've heard me scream in person. It's loud. So, oh, yeah, I'm glad it was noon. I glad <laughs> I watched it the day after. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are those are my thoughts in a nutshell, right there, man. So, <laughs> thank you. Oh man, good 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 analogy. Yeah, it
0: see's what happens in circle debate. You learn here. he's giving you the knowledge now. I wish Matt was here. You're right, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I think Kenny is the second person because I
1: think he's only been one person that's done it. Okada's only one. Jericho then, didn't kick out of it at, at that match when they met no. as, a, as a rainmaker. No, our rainmaker. Mm-mm. You never All did right, I, I believe you. I have a. I just for some reason have a Mandela effect remembering Jericho kicking out of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but obviously I'm open to being wrong because I could be proven wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, if Matt was here, he'll be here next week. Hopefully, he'll give us his thoughts. We'll ask him there for sure. If you guys know, comment below. Let us know. Let us know if you feel that it is. Kota crazy. Ibushi
1: kicks out of it.
0: Okay, there you go. Okay,
1: so I, I knew it was more than two, but less than, like, five. So, sure. Okay, all right. So so I don't know if Jericho is on the list, but I found an article where it's Kota Ibushi. Um, and uh, I got some lists. So I'll keep talking. I'll look it up.
0: All right. So,
2: yes. Money Mike. Whew. Man, (laughs) this pay-per-view is fire. Time flies, man. Time flies when you're having fun. And I feel that one of the reasons why this felt short is because it was that much fun to watch. I I particularly enjoyed the Britt Baker match. I honestly got the vibe that they were going to go with Ty Conti in this one. And even wow. the, the enthusiasm that, that Tate Conti was uh, coming out to the ring with kind of gave me vibes of, you know what, maybe she's gonna take it. And uh, and and if you've if you've seen, which I'm sure you have, past circle of debate episodes, I I have said, I have said that I didn't think that it was gonna happen, that Thunder Rosa is waiting, and that's the money fight. I've said that. But
1: between Those, Tay and Thunder, is that, that you're saying? It's no, no, no between
2: uh, Baker and and
1: Thunder Rosa. Okay, so like a rematch. Yeah, I have like, like always Thought
2: like that it's it's Rock Austin. Well, we don't we know. don't
1: say that name on DMD TV.
2: There, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I watched and, that, right? And, and and uh, and let me say that it, it, we we watched all out with Chris, and and I I have to admit that watching pay-per-views with chris is pretty fun this guy gets into it man (laughs) this guy when uh i think i believe it was when danielson came out or or adam cole it was the entire sequence of events oh it was that whole main card man yeah yeah i I almost knocked
1: over everybody's beer camera and the tent we were inside with (laughs) a shirt off with a shirt off i ripped my shirt (laughs) off i read it i look like um uh I'll uh, oh, make it's obscure reference, but Mark Coleman won uh, a tournament in pride and he was trying to celebrate and he was running all over the ropes, tripping all over everything and he couldn't get his <laughs> bearing
2: straight. Yeah, I, that was me for sure. There you go. So definitely if Chris has you over, you know, it's going to be a good, a good night there. So um good. Only if it's AEW pay-per-views. I don't know about WWE, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. It is possible. It does happen. This video, I mean, there's been
1: moments, like, when the Hardys returned, when the Dudleys returned. That's true. Okay. In recent history, when Edge returned. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah cool moments. Royal Rumblings. All right. Uh, but let's see. The card itself. Um, Kingston and CM Punk. Man. Um, it, it, yeah, I do think it was, like, around seven minutes. And it reminded me of Seven Minutes of in Heaven because that's just what it felt like. It was so good. Just the story, you hear all that all the time. You know, wrestlers are telling stories inside the ring. And it was a story here. CM Punk had no problem whatsoever playing uh, to being a, a heel, even if it was for one night. And honestly, man, I wish this story would have continued past full gear i wish that it would have kept going and maybe even kept the cm punk uh heel turn going but you know it is what it is and i know we're gonna get it down the line again these two their their pads are gonna cross again i'm i'm sure of it and i'm looking forward to it and in a way that's something i'm looking forward to in aew uh, and i'm glad honestly after thinking about it i'm glad they're kind of doing it that way because we know what to expect out of those two. And they have history now. Um, let's see. MJF and Darby Allen. I was meh about the, the finish. The match itself was cool. I, I I enjoyed it. I was all in for it. I didn't like the finish. I I, I honestly felt that Darby should have won. But, you know, especially for losing against CM Punk uh, at All Out, um, I, I would have wanted him to get the win here. But I mean, you know, it wasn't terrible at all, by any means. Uh, but, you know, I guess it's just personal, personal preference as to who would have won. Uh, I think with that,
1: the, the character roles, like the, the, the aura of the characters are more resilient in that result where the underdog Darby lost, so he stays the underdog. If he starts winning, he's no longer the underdog. And then MJF, obviously, if he keeps losing, he can't run that mouth anymore. So his check has to cash every time he talks. And I kind of think that that's where they're going with that, where Darby's going to not get buried in the you know main roster sense of the word with more losses, where you hurt a heel more by getting them to lose, then they can't really talk that shit. That's kind of why I think that's a safer bet to go.
2: Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that now that you mention it. I, I Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that's why it's not circle of debate. No, we agree here. The triangle the, debate. Yeah, yes. There, there, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the main event, man, what an ending. My goodness. You know, the, the Bucks coming out, uh, giving their nod of approval uh, to Hangman. You Like, you know what? We weren't there when when you faced Jericho for the title, but we're here now. You know, regardless of everything that has happened, we're here. We know you're going to win and go for it. And, you know. Uh, and that's what it was. That's what it was. And what a, what a moment. And that's what it is right there. Moments. That's what, we, as wrestling fans, we live for those moments and that they gave us exactly that.
0: They did all right. From the chairs to the booths, <gasps> to the cry, like, yes. But... But I could say 11 minutes was at CM Punk in Kingston. I count, it's Okay. Is that minutes. counting with
1: the music, the first music hit to I the end? Overall, 11, 11 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So the match itself could have been seven, but the whole from the beginning to so yeah,
0: Yeah. 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 yeah minutes. That's great. That's great. So that so that's your match of the night for Full Gear, Mike. So Kingston and Punk. You know what? Yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah. All right. So that's two that I have. Very briefly, man, I enjoyed it from top to bottom. Very valid point, director on the MGF one. Absolutely on point on that. The one thing I would add to it is that I said it last week, with Mike, he's going through every pillar, and he's beating them one by one. He just already got Jungle Boy out of the way. Now he bought mm-hmm. Darby. The next one is going to be Sammy Guevara for that TNT. He's going to win that TNT title. He's going to make that title relevant. He's going to. He's going to out that title is going to be. At the level at the AEW World Title, and
1: it's then after be, that, when Mister Perfect had the Intercontinental Title, man, yes. that's the first time. I don't want to say the first time that title had prestige, but that was a huge moment for that belt for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what we see the end. This was a great
0: storytelling too. I mean, to my, I didn't like the ending. I, I was, I was disappointing of the ending of it. I wish it could have been better, but he this, this, this is how heelish he is. He did say he was gonna beat him with the headlock takedown, and he did do it. He fucking did it. He, he did. He did. He did what he had to do. But it's it's a, he has his heelish way. And of course, mind you, no rematches here. This is not gonna be a rematch. So no, I, I'm glad we'll be done. Kind of mind, yeah. One and done. is cool. I'm happy for it. Everything else, honestly, the the women's match was full spectacular. I enjoyed it. Why I say that? Because they protected Te She didn't lose by submission. She lost by a pinfall. Because, remind you, she's a jiu-jitsu, you know... uh, Right. Judoka. Judoka, right? But I don't know what belt. Brown belt or... All uh, of them. All of them, pretty much. Yeah, she's high level. Yeah, they protected her. You see how she didn't submit. She didn't even like pass out. None of that. She escaped from it. I loved it. I think the one that... (laughs) The one that you said it was a, a piss break, I hate to say it, but... It's, you know, is the Cody,
1: the Cody, pot Andrade. And I feel you. I think that the crowd was louder for that, though. But, you know, I'd have to go back and watch because it. Of, I think because of Cody. Yes, yeah, because of Cody. That's you mean a- the the blonde Roman Reigns? <laughs> Fucking Christ. Man. He's literally becoming every – you either die a hero or live just live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and that's Cody, man. He's pulling – he's pulling to <laughs> know Triple H, and he doesn't even know it. Or he does know it, and that was his plan. I don't get it. Yeah, right. I mean, that could be the plan. That could be the plan for him to turn heel. Uh, that
0: botch that Andrade did, he almost fell off when he, he was and Cody going, this close, buddy. Or this <laughs> doesn't fucking was <laughs> uh, like, like, yeah, I know. He got saved. So he got lucky on that one. Uh, that you know, you know, it's that if you could tell that match, they switched it in the ring. The finish, that was way... I didn't expect that finish because I expected different. But you could, how the hell did it be? Just, okay, Pac, uh, okay, he did the the, the 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 arrow, and that's it. I mean, what the, what's up with that? I mean, that's it. I mean, you should have uh-huh. been different. But no, I think they switched it. I think because the crowd was getting hot, and they, I think Cody was supposed to get the pin. But I, I think that's why they gave it a pop. I, that's what I, I think. That already happened. Everything else, the mirror, Brian a man, the, the kicks, look technical. I didn't like that finish either, though. I don't know if you guys did. I didn't like it. I wish it could have oh. been better.
1: Like a protected, like he got KO'd kind of. So, yeah. Braniel Dianzen did win. Miro kind of didn't get pinfalled or submitted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, One of the throws out there to both of you guys. Let's give a round of applause to Junior Dos Santos. He did a fucking great <laughs> job, man. <laughs> yeah. And fuck. I love it, man. He did a great job, man. Arloski was there for the check. I'm sorry. He was just there. But come on, guys. Junior Dos Santos sold like a motherfucker, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that barely took it. A hit by Jake Hager. Oh my God, a superplex! But the botch with Jericho is trying you know, to you lead know, on the you know the moonsault. today. I yeah. Junior! Oh,
1: it wasn't it wasn't a Cameron oh, finish, yeah. which thank God. Uh, I wasn't surprised he was able to hit that moonsault because in his UFC career he's pulled off some pretty crazy things for heavyweight like the spin wheel kick when he beat Mark Hunt. Oh, um, yeah. so he's a big agile boy for sure. So I wasn't like, Oh my God, like Keith Lee, the shit Keith Lee does blows me away, but still he, he could, the cover was right there. And that could have been the three, you know, <laughs> so. hey man, So you got to give it a junior, man. He did a great
0: job. I think yeah, he, he was having fun. He could
1: tell he was having a blast.
0: Man. I think he fits well If he transitions like how Kane did, you know, going through, you know, training. I, and- I really hope that he does better than Kane. You know what I think? This is gonna be a tough one, man, because Kane has more Lucha Libre type of style. Um, yeah, because he, he, he trained with Triple I, I, mean, I know he's
1: trained literally. He's trained literally under Rey Mysterio. But I mean, yeah, yeah Kane man. never. He had like a moonsault off the top, but they told him to wrestle MMA in the at least at the Crown Royale or whatever it was. So.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Crown Jewel. Yeah, I don't know what Crown,
1: whatever. <laughs> 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 whatever. <laughs> Crown, Roy- Crown Blood Money.
0: Uh, so I um, mean. Yeah, go for it, Mike.
2: No, no, as far as that, I think that, you know, the leash is off. The WWE leash is off. And I'm sure, or I would like to think, that he, at this moment, is training to, you know, get back in the the squared circle. You know, and uh, hopefully that he's able to lean into that Lucha style even more we saw a snippet of it in triple and, and if he, with proper training and time, I'm sure he could, man, he, the things he could do, I, I'm pretty sure are going to be pretty cool. Mm. JDS. He absolutely looked like he, he was having fun in there and. He, you know, he looks like a tough guy, right. But you can just see that the, the niceness, you know, and, and I guess because of watching him in ultimate fighter and, and uh, his interviews, um, you know the MMA fans that have come to know him over the years know that he's not necessarily like you know a bad guy or anything like that. Um, so I'm sure he's going to have a manager. I don't know if it's going to be Dan Lambert. Uh, it has to be. It has to be Dan Lambert, right? So you know he's going to need somebody to talk to him because uh, I I I get the feeling that he's going to be talking and smiling at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he is going to. I, I think. Yeah,
1: he's not going to be a very good heel on the mic. So, if they get, if he just makes mean face and Dan Lambert talks for him, that's how you have to run it, basically, like Brock and Paul.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll put him on Mark Sterling. Fuck it. Put him on Mark Sterling. Jay Cargill <laughs> <Jay> Car- <laughs> Car- and oh. Junior Dos
0: Santos, why not? That, I, I'm, I'm with it. I'll give a shit. I like that. <laughs> I'm <with it>. Okay. <laughs>
2: I'm,
0: I'm done with that. Right? <laughs> I love I love that shit. Um, of course, you know, we did talk about the Lucha Bros, FTR, great match. I like the you know I like the FTRs getting the used to the transitioning of lucha style because they're not really used to it. I can't like I said I mentioned last week to Mike. I can't wait to when when the whole thing is over in Mexico they go over there and wrestle lucha you know lucha libre stars. I want to see how that gonna how they're gonna take their psychology here and take it over there. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, uh, even even the um, even the opening for uh, for the pre show was great too with you know. Uh, Thunder and he got over versus Nyla and Jimmy Hader. That was great. Uh, Adam Hangman, of course. That one, I, I cried. I, I lie. I, I watched it the next day, too, on Sunday because it's not work Saturday. But I had to watch it the next day. And even the mission was like, why are you crying? It's Adam Hangman. I'm not like crying. You're crying. I'm not like crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's still real to me. It's still real to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bad but spectacular, man. Let's get into the aftermath, gentlemen. The dynamite, the celebration. Celebration of Adam Hangman Page. Cowboy shit day, of course. Cowboy shit, cowboy shit. But yes, and then, of course, he did not deserve it. He effing earned it. And I love how the crowd switched very, very quick. I like that. That's one thing I love how AEW is doing it. Uh, fuck that WWE shit. I want to do it our Arwen. You earned it. You earn it, you earn it, and everybody was going crazy. This is where I'm loving this, and I'm going to say it right now. I want to get it off my chest. Brian Danielson coming out, heelish style. I it's phenomenal what he did, but all I like to say Adam needs to beat Brian Danielson to prove a point for AEW because he's the pinnacle of AEW. He is now. The face of AEW, and if he beats Brian Dington, it proves a point.
1: I gotta take a phone call real quick. You can okay, pause okay. for me, or I'll be right back. Go, Let me go. Just... yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I'll, I'll just leave. <laughs> just come back.
0: <laughs> but yes, but um oh my god, just that. You know that that promo that Brian just did. It was whoa, and it got the crowd hot, and that's what we want to see. And I think. He's you he could tell. I mean, come on, Mike, we have been fans for so long. We know how this kind of a how it works. This is your typical face going heelish. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. Cena, and Brian that De- and Brian SummerSlam. When Cena with the whole the, how the promo started, how Cena was getting booed and putting him, putting Brian down. Some of the similarities that will Brian would do to hang- hangman. You know he's trying to put him down. Oh yeah, he—he's oh, a champion, of course. He, I defended the belt the next day at WrestleMania. What about you? Oh, you're not ready. You're on your cowboy shit. I can't wait really to wrestle. Oh my god, it just went off. I enjoyed it, man. But yes, Adam Hangman Page needs Adam Hangman Page needs to beat Brian Danielson to, to to end that. So I'll take any good money, Mike. About that
2: opening, there is no doubt about that. He needs to win and clean, like maybe we'll see, but yeah, he needs that W because you know, Brian Danielson is coming over here as, and we know, we we as wrestling experts, we know that professional fans that's what I say. there, There you go. Um, we know that he's not necessarily a WWE guy. From the from the get go at the core, uh, he's a professional wrestler, right? Um, but a lot of people have come to know him through his WWE days, so the, therefore, they think of him as a WWE guy. Therefore, uh, you know, Hangman as an AEW guy needs to win to be able to say, you know what, I defended it as against a true. World champion from WWE, it's an equal, you know, standing this world title to anything that anybody over there has. Um, You know, I feel like it 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 will elevate not only Hangman but the title itself. So it's important for him to get that win. And man, what a heel turn! I honestly didn't think he would. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that in the storyline but I'm so glad that it is happening and I saw a post online of of, uh, a professional fan somewhere out there that he looked at the itinerary for Dynamite and for AEW and he's noticing that the next few weeks of Dynamite are in hometowns of members of the Dark Order Chicago for Colt Cabana Uh, then they're going to Fives Alan Angels' hometown then to um John Silver's isn't, hometown isn't, after that.
1: Isn't player one isn't he Canadian? Evil Uno. Yeah, sorry, same person. <laughs> same guy. <laughs> I thought he was Canadian, but I don't know if la- last night was North was Hangman's hometown, right? Not right necessarily mm-hmm. Evil Uno's hometown.
2: Okay. So so that fan, crazy fan doing a lot of research, discovered or kind of has put together that that's the road that they're going to take danielson as he said in his promo is going to be taking out members of the dark order along the way and in you know in true heel fashion i'm pretty sure he's going to do that and it's going to be such a build-up to whenever hangman and danielson is going to happen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. director
1: yeah um
2: it came it did come out of nowhere
1: absolutely but as soon as the words left his mouth, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because one of my favorite heels in recent history is the planet champion. That's my favorite version of Daniel Bryan. There, there was a, it was too short of a uh, character. It only lasted like four months. It was he got the title and then something happened, and then he immediately went back to like teaming with like Edge or some shit. I don't know. And they became a face like pretty quickly. I love Brian Danielson as a heel. Um, One of you mentioned that he's not necessarily known as a WWE guy. I mean, obviously he is because he spent more of his career there and he's huge and millions and millions of people know him from that, but his blood and guts are the American dragon. So this is who he gets to be. Once again, the leash is off. Um, I loved the, uh, Forbidden Door is obviously shattered, but there's not very many references as blatant as the uh I won the title at WrestleMania and wrestled the very next day to say that on TV and then to get booze out of that was fantastic. I loved that. Um yeah, I like I like Daniel Brad Brian. Bring Daniel Danielson is a <laughs> <laughs> fickle Brian Danielson. Fickle, yeah. Brand <laughs> Braniel Dianson as a heel. I, I look for it. Um, <laughs> the thing with the Dark Order, I still am confused about Hang- Hangman's page Hangman's pages role in that, because um, it's still just like, will he, won't he? It's kind of like, is he in it? Is he hanging out? Is he good friends? Is he the leader? He's never done this. He's never worn black. It's just a weird. It's or a purple. weird.
2: Thing.
1: Or purple, yeah, exactly. It's just a weird little thing. I guess they did, um, but I like what that fan had found out, and yeah. Um, there was a line that Danielson uh, had said. Uh, I forget the line specifically, but it was you know essentially going to everybody's hometown and taking them out one by one. Um, and then obviously he's definitely going to lose to Hangman Page because that's just the way it's going to be. Um, it's going to build Hangman Page up without ruining Daniel Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> How do you you go like 12 years with calling him something and then he goes back to his real name, which is a much crazier name than the other one? It's know, right? It's so weird. Like <laughs> I just it's like I can't do it, man. Like, just let me try. But yeah, um, yeah, Paige is gonna win that for sure. Oh, but it's gonna be a fun ride all the way through. It's uh it's uh American Dragon World Tour for sure.
0: Oh man, yeah, absolutely. You guys are both on point on that. I cannot wait either for that. And which is and then just the way how you destroyed it, you I love the fact that it, I'm giving right now kudos to you know Ibo Uno when he was really not known. I, even like I can tell you myself, I wasn't really too familiar with him either. I heard of the Super Smash Brothers of the team, but I was never like into this work. Until I'm, I'm glad that the fans are loving him. I love his vlog too. So kudos, shout out to Evo Ono for putting a great match with Brian too. Yeah, he's a, he's
1: a legit wrestler who just doesn't yeah. get ring time. That's all it is, you know.
0: I, yeah, just more on Dark and, and Elevation. But I mean, the, the the guy is great, man. Phenomenal worker. Him and That's why Him and too is a great mesh between both of them, you know. So definitely. Oh, there goes the security guard right there. That's right. <laughs>
2: yes, my security guard is right here. Mm. Uh, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, and then we get the debut. That's why I don't know why Matt's not here for this one. Of course, from Chaos, Tomo Hiroishi has arrived to AEW, teaming up with Orange Cassidy, defeating the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, congrats to Tomo Hiroishi to winning the NEVER Openweight Title from Jay White. That happened this past weekend as well on uh, New Japan and here in Riverside, California. Uh, that was unexpected too, and you know, kudos to him. Finally, he gets uh, a singles cut you don't belt. I haven't seen Tomohiro have a single belt in quite some time. But, you know, that's him. So, that I mean, great to see him. Uh, I, th- I think the fans were not too much familiar with him. I mean, uh, some are, some are not. But uh, your thoughts of Tomohiro debuting on Dynamite, director? I think you.
1: Yes, I love this. Uh, Forbidden Door again. And people in America, I'm very, oh, man. I politely, am impressed with their knowledge of uh, the international superstars coming over. There's fan signs. I think there was like an OMG uh, Tommy in their uh, in their crowd. Um, yeah, people were just, they're cheering him like they knew who he was. Uh, this new team, it's basically best friends, but it's called Chaos with him and Orange Cassidy and um, Rocky Mer- Martin Marino. What's his name? Rocky Romero. Ricky Martin. Rocky Romero. Rocky. Ricky Martin. Rocky Romero. <laughs> um, I, I may have missed something while I was on tour about what happened to actual best friends with Chuck Taylor and the other guy with the mom. Um Trent, Trent Seven. Trent, yeah. Like did that, did they break up? Are they injured? No, they, no, he's injured. He's out for quite some time. Who, who which one? Trent. Don't Again, the,
0: so the shoulder? No, not shoulder this time. Uh neck. Nick. That's
1: even worse. God damn it. Yeah. Mm. So this is basically Best Friends 2.0 with international flair, and I—it's I, I, weird, but it's not bad. I don't know if he's going to be um, in America long term or just some cameo appearances. Um, it was a good match. Holy shit! This is a match that you would see in Japan when the Americans came over and were the guests in the Japan's territory. It was just it happened to be on AEW, which I love. It had very. Very good vibes, very international, strong style feel. The sequence between the Butcher and – I'm sorry. Say his name one more the time. Blade, the Blade. No, no, no. I keep wanting to say Tomo. Is it Tomo? Oh, Tomo Hiroishi. Ishii. Yeah, that's right. Tomo Hiro. Um, that was a sick sequence. That was a pay-per-view level sequence where he no sold thing. the chops in the, in the elbows, and then he came out and just busted ass. I love that. That was, that was very pay-per-view. Um, yeah, solid match. That's it. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I, it doesn't push anybody anywhere because it was a triple versus triple, you know, thing. Bring yeah. the bring the bring the titles. Come on, man. What are you waiting Wait, for? It? There you right go. Right there. Three, 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 right there. See. Sí. Let's just do it. See, see. I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know why they don't want to do it other than Lucha Underground has already done it. Um, but there is plenty of you know, all elite factions to, to, to handle that belt for sure. Yeah, I mean, they should now. I mean, Ring of Honor is
0: done. Right? They have their six men, but that they're already done with. So, I mean, might as well. They should start doing it, you know?
1: So the only yeah. one who
0: has it is New Japan. That's it. It would, it would
1: make these uh, little faction battles make more sense long-term. Yes. Because this wasn't like a rivalry that's been stemming or anything. This is just who's – we have three good guys. We have three bad guys. Let's kill some airtime.
2: time. Yeah, definitely. Money Mike. Yeah. I am kind of surprised with the choice of Orange Cassidy to join Chaos, right? And um, I, I wonder why that is. I maybe uh, Matt's prediction of of um, Tetsuya Naito coming over, or you know, maybe that could open that sort of door, um, forbidden door. Uh, we don't know, but the the name Okada has been dropped numerous times now and I mean I've heard that name a lot of times never seen any of his matches I've heard that name a lot and especially now so me as an outside fan looking in in this sort of thing I'm all in I want to see it I want to see this guy show up the famous Okada right the John Cena of uh, New Japan Yes, so, he, is. He, <laughs> is. he is. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun, right? So uh, I, I want to see what goes what goes on there. And uh, I'm along for the ride. And as we say here in Circle of Debate, my Our heart, heart is, is open.
1: open. <laughs> my heart is open. <laughs> El Corazon de los Abierto. <laughs> there you or, go. Or something like that. I think <laughs> I got that backwards, but close
0: enough. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love it. Hell yeah. The heart is open for money, Mike, ladies and gentlemen. He's opening his heart. And I'm glad he is because we're seeing a lot of new Japan talent doing their round tour here in the States. And by the looks of it, we might be seeing some AEW stars coin to Japan for mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah. There's room windows out for there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we saw Kento already challenge CM Punk. We might see CM Punk over there. You never know. Go GTS oh with God. the GTS. Oh man. That's, a, that's,
1: that has uh, to do. My mouth is watering right now for that
0: call. Yes, it needs to have If you to guys run. want to get
1: up at 2 a.m. and watch nine hours of wrestling, let's do it.
0: I'm down. <laughs> I'll fucking do the it. Watch along? At 2 why yeah, 2 a.m. Yeah, because it's with.
1: on Japanese time, so it's, like, it's <laughs> brutal. I've, I've watched some Singapore UFC fights where I had to get up at like 2.34 a.m., and I'll, I'm glad to do it.
0: Awesome, man. Hell yeah, that's awesome. And now let's move on to... This is a, this was unexpected. I'll Nida Rose advancing in the TBS tournament defeating uh, Sheeta, but thanks to the interference of Serena Dean. So it looks like this is gonna be an actual feud. This is gonna be like a best out of three, best out of seven because but I can tell you right now I going I like it to be honest. I, I love it. I want you know Serena and Sheeta because the last match they had was nah, I loved it. great match. They're gonna you know continue that feud. I don't mind it. That's your Bret Hart Austin female version right there. That's a fact for sure. And I love it because we now we want Sheeta to come out more aggression, ruthless aggression, damn it. We want that more out of her. You know, you know, I feel like I said, for her not having the opportunity to be a champion in front of a crowd, only just to lose it to Britt Baker in front of a crowd, but throughout the pandemic, defending it, I feel, you know, it's heart, it's it's heartbreaking for her. But I think this with this feud with Serena will. Put her to the top with the crowd, and I think I hope it, and I hope it delivers uh, to the to the, f- the crowd itself of Sheeta's performance and her character. Hopefully, it changes and it develops better, better charisma. That, that's what I'm expecting. But yes, Nyla advances.
2: Were you shocked of the advance, buddy Mike? Yes, I was actually. I, I did think that Sheeta was going to win, and um, honestly, I I kind of thought that she was going to be too injured. And um, oh, the other? Uh, Serena, that Serena was going to take her place instead. Uh, I kind of thought that was going to happen, but it didn't, obviously. Um, but I'm okay with Nyla Rose going on. I don't think she'll win the next round. But, you know, it, it, for, to move forward that rivalry that has no title attached to it is a great thing. You know, storyline story involving the women rivalries coming out you know it, it's great it's great and it makes the division that much deeper and more important so and and you know hopefully it, it'll it make for more women's matches during dynamite There, there's only one a week maybe there should be a, a little bit more you know
0: absolutely we you know the director and i talked about it last week it should be yep. Yep. consistent but you know at, you know averaging it out to women's you know a couple of men you know for a, you know per week we talked about we didn't
1: it. we didn't cover this but uh last week we had mentioned that they fall into the same main roster thing where uh they do showcase the entire women's roster but in one match and they did that at full gear and again another point of concern is that they're just doing that to just hey you got we you got to see nine women they were all in the same match but you got to see them instead of nine indi- you know eight individual stories or whatever going on so it's mm-hmm. it's a it's it's a little cause for concern if anyone's ever wondering why the women's division is weak. Yeah, I think sure. it's not that weak, but that's an area of concern for, for sure. Absolutely. Take it away, director. About that. Do you expect the night of roast to events? Cool. So check this out. It is uh, 855, November 18th, 2021, and Straight Edge Society is running shit on primetime TV. We got Serena Deeb and CM Punk on the same show uh, doing the damn thing. I, it's wild to think that, uh, now we just need Gallo's to come back and it's complete. Um, I, I don't know if I cared who was going to advance, not in the negative way, but because they're both former women's champions. I think Sheeta was the, no, she was like the third, uh, it was the other late job.
0: Uh, 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 i Rio,
1: gonna Rio, Rio. say Rin Nakai, who's a Japanese MMA fighter. Rio, uh, But obviously she beat Nyla Rose for that belt. And I think eventually lost it back to her or something like that. It was a while ago. Um, I kind of thought Nyla was on a very slow climb to being the face. And obviously this interference didn't appear to be something she either knew about or took much glory in happening. She just took advantage of an opportunity based on the win. Um, I'm not depressed or upset that either one of them lost. I love, they're both fantastic in the ring and the future of the sport. Uh, but the story of this is Serena Deep for sure. She is, she's a bad bitch right now. And she's running, you know, essentially two companies, uh, over at NWA and over at AEW. And she, man, she can't really, with her being basically like another Britt Baker in the heel spot, can't like move to going after that belt anytime soon so i'm eager to see where this is going to go um obviously i think she's going to be in the finals of whatever tournament this is um and then the winner gets a new belt is it going to be the tbs yeah belt? The tbs yeah for, for um it's, it's,
0: nyla yeah for Nyla. Yeah it's, yeah it's
1: definitely gonna be deep that's easy right there you can put money down on that one for me well yeah i mean deeps out of the tournament but for
0: her to win it i'm saying no like, i mean eventually like she's yeah. gonna get the belt. yeah oh yeah yeah definitely i, I agree and I like it, though, because I think, man, she is the, she reminds me of Bret Hart, but the, the, the heel version, you know, because she is like the woman of a thousand holes.
1: Like oh, like she, the mid-97 Bret Hart?
0: Yes, like the yeah. mid-97. And that's what I, I kind of reference that which, between them two. This is when Austin... She's wearing the leather jacket, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm telling you. Like, I mean, she has that preference. That's what I'm like. Man, I like this. I like to see that from her. And then you know, Sheeta is like, I want, I want her to be that Austin ninety seven transitioning to get rid of that, you know, to develop and her character and switch it around and just be more charismatic and just, just fucking just go balls off
2: and drink some beer. And then Hell and then
1: Nyla God. is just Undertaker, kind of just there, kind <laughs> of just. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll choke slam someone if they need it and then kind of have the title once every 10 years. Because <laughs> to be fair, Taker didn't have that belt a whole lot. Let's, I think he had it less than three times. So. I, well, I think it was four, I think. It was it was not very many. No, that you're right. No, I, I know, but it, it took so long within those years. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah. Like, it was like once every six to 10 years. He did not have long title reigns, and he was not known for holding that belt.
0: Mm. Yes, definitely. All right, and then, uh, man, let's just – I, I want to get into this one, man. A lot of you know chapters closes, new ones begins. So now we have one new one right here. It did, I didn't expect it. I thought that we are going to wait on it, but what a right mm. time to do it, right? MJF, yes, do it. M Punk, we finally got what we wanted. Give me what I want, them, and they're giving it to us already. And man, I, I, I swear, I thought this was going to, you know, be. You no know, later on in the future, but now already, oh Ooh, man, I, I sh-
1: that man. iron is hot and they are striking. Absolutely, sure.
0: take it away, director. Your thoughts are you excited? Y- oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: I had reservations about punk's performances in the ring because he never to me was. Uh, I think I had a phrase when I heard he was coming back that um Anthony from Titan Tron was a fan of, and I said, CM Punk, I didn't say CM Punk specifically, I said, somebody who's um. Merchandise is better than what they sell themselves as, as a reference to, I forget the line, it was so clever, but it was a reference to his t shirt that said best in the world. And I never thought CM Punk ever really was, um, for many reasons, um, in the ring. I I just didn't, I just never thought that he was like someone who I watched and I was like, wow, that's that's the best, like, you know, RVD, you see RVD wrestle once, you're like, that's best in the world style shit. Um, Kenny Omega, same thing. But this version of CM Punk, I love. He's just, no, he's just, he's having fun and not taking shit. And he knows who he is. He's very self-referential. He knows he's CM Punk. He always has. Um, And for him to come out, just laugh in MJF's face, and then just walk right out without saying a word. And then literally two minutes later, I don't know who leaked the photo, but it's baby MJF at a fan signing with CM Punk signing <laughs> yes. up, her. and you're like, bro, that is a fantastic story in itself right there. Um, so when CM gets on the mic, uh, it's probably going to force Wardlow to do something about it, and I think CM's going to have to go through the big boy to get to NJF.
2: Oh, man. Woo-hoo. Money Mike, <laughs> Glenders mode activated, I'll tell you <laughs> <the> what. <way. laughs> Oh man, good times, man. I, I've said it before, man, and I'll say it again. AEW is doing the Lord's work here. They're giving us what we want. They're giving a, the iron is so hot right now. And honestly, I feel like this is part of the reason why no rematches is a good thing. We're getting this now. Here it is, right in front of our eyes. And um, yes, Kingston and Punk could have continued. When the match ended, I thought to myself, "Well, I, you know, I would like for this to continue," but it didn't. It can continue later on. It's still there, but we're getting this now, and 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 this is so awesome because, yeah, they could have gone back and forth just like they did with Kingston, but they didn't. Punk just laughed at him, left. We know Punk is great on the mic. You know, it was it, it was it was great. It was just what. It should have been, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm all for it. And, and you'll hear me say that often about AW right now. Uh, I'm all in with what they're doing, and yes, <laughs> oh, of course, pun fully intended. I'm gonna yes. double down. I'm gonna
1: double down on that because it's all or nothing. There you go, <laughs> double or nothing, <laughs> or, yes. I, yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: whatever gambling pun exists, they're gonna name a pay per view after it. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that
0: that bubblegum commercial? Double or not? Double the fun? Double?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, double J. I'm double... gonna I'm gonna try to think. Hey, leave a comment below. How many gambling puns can you name an AEW pay per view? Leave them down below, and most likes on a comment wins.
0: That's right. And for all of our social media listeners I as mean, well, house audio 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 <laughs> listener, listener Joker's <laughs> wild. <laughs> Man, there you go. For all of our audio platform listeners subscribe to our to our channel and leave your comment to the director give him those give him those phrases give him those words i wish i had that button give me what i want batista voice i'm gonna add it next time i'm gonna do that <laughs> so i just want to have it just to have it there but man now well, here's the biggest question though will mjf be the first one to give him the first loss
2: that's the biggest question oof that is a tough one man and- I don't think
1: so. I think CM's gonna. Oh fuck, man! Now as I say that, I'm like, God damn it! They could do it. They could do it. They could troll us with a win. But it doesn't hurt CM to lose. It doesn't it? Only hurts it. Only hurts MJF to lose. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying they're protecting him, but his ability to talk that shit comes from his ability yeah. to find the ways to win. So I just don't see them backtracking on that. Like, how funny would it be if we have like a heel cheating, like basically Eddie Guerrero but you actually hate him, but you also, we hate him so much. We love him. It's weird. MGF's is fine line between the most hated heel and the most loved heel. Cause I love him. I can't wait to, I tune in just to see how offensive he's going to be.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. I>
1: mean, <laughs> yes. he, he literally made meth and abortion jokes to a guy's dead dad on live TV. Like my dad's dead. <laughs> how would I feel about that? Like Jesus Christ. I'll feel, yeah, it was very, but then also, you know, that like, Brian Pillman Jr. probably gave him the permission and the script. Like, I want to be in the room when these talks are happening. Like, hey, what if I say this? And then like, man, nah, what if you say... Like, it's just... Or what if they don't even know what he's going to say? That's the better thing. Mm-hmm. Is if it's all unscripted, it's scripted on one end, but like, okay, is going to cut a promo on you. You're not going to know what he says. And then that comes out just... <laughs> Oh, man, I just have so much excitement talking about it, man. I, I love the guy. It's, I just, it's wild. It's a crazy time to be just on TV right now.
2: And I, and I will say that I'm pretty sure MJF is marking out inside. There's this documentary on YouTube, and I recommend everybody to check this out, that MJF, and this was pre-AEW, uh, MJF in his room had on his wall that picture that, Matt, that, uh, that Chris was talking about of him at the signing with CM Punk. It, it, it's, um, it's crazy. And I'm sure for him, it's so awesome to be having this rivalry come up right now. Because he said in that documentary, he said that CM Punk are, is one of his faves. So, there you go.
0: I gotta look for that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna bring that up right now because I can work fast on OBS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but man, August say is <laughs> oh, that's, that's a look at that shit. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that
1: is crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, and... <laughs> this... <laughs> it reminds me of um remember when Jericho and Kevin Owens were a thing. Yes, yeah. And then they started to break up, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jericho was like, "I know how big of a fan of mine you used to be." i've got pictures and videos and then it cuts to uh kevin owens backyard wrestling as jericho and he's dressed like jericho and he's got like a whole y- y2j wall of shit like it's got to be the same like th- how surreal is that to like you said marking out you're now in the number one feud with essentially your hero of the, you know at the time like another great story it's a little more uh, trickier to, but the aj lee with with uh lita there's a photo of aj lee being like nine years old crying getting an autograph from lita cut to 10 years ago and she's beating her at wrestlemania and then also literally cheating on her husband with him <laughs> like what the oh, fuck uh... remember that was a real thing i think aj lee and edgeworth or jeff one of those no one no, one no, one. no 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 what it was no it was
0: it was uh, Lita. So M- it, it, was, it was Phil, yeah, right? Yeah, Lita, CM Punk, and then uh, CM Punk left. CM so it's Punk
1: full circle Phil. with the Phyllis, Phil, yeah. Phil Brooks thing. It's oh, all cyclical. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big circle of debate. It all yeah. comes back around. <laughs> if you take your picture as a child with CM Punk, you're going to blow up. <laughs> Advice to young superstars. Go get an autograph and a photo from CM Punk, and you will either...
2: Um, Marry AJ Lee or feud with NJFs. Um, that only means one thing. <laughs> oh no. Goldberg, I'm coming after you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> shit. Oh my
1: god. That means I'm gonna play a show. Wait, I already did play a show I did play a show with Fozzie! Oh shit. How <laughs> wild is that? It's I technically circles, o- I technically circles. opened for Fozzie, so let's roll it. That's awesome. Let's go. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: And of course, but yeah, I mean, you know what? This is going to be a great. I cannot wait for the promos with each other. I know I'm just going to use that preference of the sobriety, the WWE debacle, the podcast that he did with Colt. He's going to use a lot of it. And I cannot wait to see what he is, even UFC preference he's going to use for sure. Oh man, it's, I, it's going to be a great story. Everything's line. fair game. A fair game. I cannot wait. Great. I, it's, whew, man, cannot wait. And the other one that I want to talk about, man. We saw him on on full gear his debut nobody expected it I didn't expect it
1: bullshit yeah. Ivan bullshit Ivan because you we both said it last week at the prediction show you we both said Ring of Honor's closing their doors who's a likely candidate to show up at Full Gear we both said Jay Lethal we both did huh okay I, we I, I, both said I, I, it go okay. watch the tape okay. we called that shit okay well there you go we called that and I called Hangman hey Page winning I forgot it. Yes, he had so much. <laughs> oh, consumption! I was forgotten. So we did say it. Oh, you we go. said oh, we literally Listen. said if anybody from Ring of Honor, we said it was going to be the the gothy guy, and then Jay Lethal. Mm, okay. Okay. So There you go. Jay Lethal. He showed up. And he said, "Oh my God!
0: Oh, oh man, he deserves his break, man." I think director and I was,
1: we said it. This guy. You deserves- even I think said he was going to come out to the Macho Man theme song. I think you even called that, didn't you? Imagine if he does. Or did you see that? You no, said that we were saying. Imagine no.
0: I think I think we we're saying about. Imagine him with the match. You know. And he came out to it with the remakes version. Yeah, I was. I, just, I didn't expect it. I, did you called that one hundred percent, dude. Oh, <laughs> fine. but hey, we can predict these things. <laughs> predictions. But man, oh my god! I'm just happy for him. His nervous big break. He's now here in AEW, and what a hell of a main event versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title man. Whoa! What a debut for Jay Leto. Of course, you got to get your first loss in AEW. Welcome to AEW, buddy. Come on in. You got to get your loss. Yeah, look what happened to Karrion and Cross. Welcome to Raw, right? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh man, Killer Cross now. No more Karrion Cross. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He's back. as Killer Cross better than Karrion. But yes, Lethal man, uh, great performance. Uh, he, the guy still got it for his age. He's been in the years for he's been in a you know an in industry for so long, never got his you know his break on national television like this before. And now he's in AEW he's all elite. And now, is what is the future? And what, are you guys excited for Jelito and all elite? So, I'll take it to you, Money Mike. Are you excited for Jelito and all elite?
2: Can we please have another Ric Flair Jey Lethal moment?
0: Ooh! That's my line, That's my line. <laughs>
2: Okay, i shit was, I was ridiculous. To see that. Yes,
1: <laughs> that shit was like a Family Guy episode where the joke goes on for so long it gets boring, but then it keeps going and it's back to being funny again. Like the ooh, of, like ooh a piece of candy ooh a piece for like three minutes and then you're like are <laughs> they done and then you're like okay it's funny again. That was that Ric Flair Jay Lethal moment. Mm.
2: Great great stuff. I've seen that thing numerous times. So uh, hey look candy. Um, you know <laughs> yes absolutely um, yeah in the ring you know the guy can still go uh, mm-hmm. and he's a veteran he you know you could tell he, a seasoned veteran and um if i'm not mistaken he was the last roh champion or no no the last, last Bandito. champion
0: bandito's the last one
2: okay yeah there you go okay so i was mistaken i thought that he was the last one but yeah great stuff there man um and i'm sure he's he's psyched to be over there all Elite Wrestling is the place to be, man. I'll say it. And it's great to have him there. And for those people that say, oh, they get nothing but WWE people. No, they don't. You just, you words out of my mouth. There it is. Great minds. Think, Think alike. Like. Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Director, I know you're excited. What are you looking for for Jay Lito in All Elite Wrestling? Oh, man.
2: So you said that
1: um, in great shape at his age. He's 36 years old. But he debuted 20 years ago, almost to the day. He's been wrestling professionally since he was 16. So, yes, he is a 36 year old veteran. Uh, still in phenomenal shape. That could have been you. Um, shut up, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm super stoked what I'm doing. I'm doing something that I never thought I know, I know. <laughs> uh, there there, in a parallel universe, I would like to think I'm uh, on equivalent with Scorpio Sky because he and I trained together for a little bit. Or Young Bucks, you know. Ooh but I don't sit on that. I love what I'm doing, but I love watching pro wrestling still um, especially when it's done right. Like what AEW is doing because it's hitting all of my buttons. It's hitting my, the reason I fell in love with ECW original, the reason I fell in love with original NXT and the original reason I fell in love with the indies like revolution pro that in a way evolved into gorilla um, pro wrestling gorilla ring of honor. um, And then all the companies that we cover now from global syndicate to game changer to, to all like I'm seeing all of those veins just pumping blood into this company and they're kind of the heart right now of pro wrestling and they're just pulling energy from every single door I don't even want to call it the forbidden door anymore it's got to be like like uh we have to rename it leave a comment below but it's no longer forbidden um there's only one you know party that's not there's only there's only one family not sitting at this table and they're wrong they're dead wrong um and obviously we see that right now with the rehaul of NXT. We see that with all the releases, not only just one big release, uh, but two one just happening today. Um, but I'm just I only watch NXT right now. Or not NXT, AEW. I, I just <laughs> my my feelings, my, I love I love WWE. I'm not in love with it. I'm in probably the least amount of love with it than I've ever been right now. And I don't like that feeling. But AEW comes in and they do. Man, the new hotness, I'm, I'm in love with it in every aspect. I mean, they, I don't want to say they can't do no wrong because there's things that we can talk about, women's division, the triple title not existing or even having too many factions. But still, I'm a kid again with this. Every time something cool happens, I just scream at my TV and everyone here has seen me do it. Um, Jay Legal adds to that list, man. We have an indie, indie darling, a professional god, a TNA impact, Legend six-time X Division champion. The guy was breaking down barriers with his Ric Flair Macho Man impressions. Um, obviously, in AEW, things work a little bit differently. You lose your first one and then you go on to big things. Um, I don't know if the feud with Sammy Guevara is going to continue. He's definitely going to be in that mid-card range for a while. Maybe a great feud with Christian would be cool. Love to see that. Um, But yeah, there's nobody. There's nobody on the roster who I could say is not ready for prime time as far as skills in the ring go, and he is not on that list. So no, he no, no, he's gonna no, handle man. business for sure. Oh
0: man, yep. I Me, I can't wait to. Man, I'm excited for him. I'm really happy. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> there you go. See, Chris's heart is closed and locked when it comes to WWE. WWE, who? It is
1: still <laughs> open. It's still open. Think good things can still happen. We saw that. I would say even during lockdown, during the Thunderdome era, they did the best they could. And there were some great entertaining things. It's what happened after that. That's kind of like, how did it get so bad? Yeah. It just, how did it, why, why did they, it's, uh, um, someone tweeted something. I think it was somebody in AEW, a woman wrestler. And the quote was, you can't put athletes and models in the same warehouse learning the same moves and expect to have a quality product talking about the new NXT. And yeah, that's what they're doing. You know, they're not opening the doors to indie wrestlers. they are trying to farm club up their own people. They're not going to, I mean, full sale used to technically be something else, right? What was the wrestling company in Florida, Florida championship FCW or OVH. They're not doing that anymore. They're they'd rather just build them up the way they want to build them up and there's just no personality in the moveset or even in the characters. Uh, I was watching one of the NXTs recently, and I'm going to say this respectfully of local independent wrestling. I've seen better wrestling down at, like, the Jewish Community Center in Woodland Hills from MPW. Yes. And shout out to Logan X, man, but, like, you're doing shit proper for indie scene, man. Like, you know, just... I don't know where this bullheadedness comes from over at, at WWE. It's like they would rather make their decisions and be wrong about their own decisions than be right with somebody else's decision. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes and sense. sense. And that, I just think that's what the, 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 the cancer that that company has dealt with forever, you know, it's like, <sighs> I, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't, especially today, everyone's tweeting like the Isaiah Swerve Scott thing. Like, his debut, his move to the NXT, the North American Championship, to move to main roster, to losing the championship, to getting cut, to hashtag make it make sense. I, I What? Since so you're going to jump in? Let's, uh, we'll jump into very, very quick. Well, let's let Mike talk about Jay Lethal real quick. And then, you know, I got to bounce, but you can get into that. that. Those are my thoughts about it. So I got that handled. That's out of my system.
2: All right. But I want to hear Mike talk about Jay Lethal. Well, I, I already kind of did in that. Oh. You know, I, I, I was, it. honestly, I was impressed by his performance. Uh, I, I am not as familiar with him as other people might be. I, I never really tuned in for TNA or Impact up, up until uh, the Forbidden Door, really. And, 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 and in that, man, one of the great things that AEW is doing right, I never watched Impact. I never watched NWA or New Japan. And AW has opened that door for, for me for a, a 20 year WWE guy that just that, that was all I would see, WWE, to now seeing the whole picture and in and, 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 you know, the heart of wrestling. You know I, I, the, the veins that lead to it and go out and everything, you know the, uh, So there you go. So yeah, I mean, And Jay Lethal is a part of all this, too. You know, it's gotten me interested in seeing his old matches, right? X Division and all that great stuff. Good shit. Um, Good shit. That there's more than just a woo-off with with Ric Flair, right? You know, there's more to it. Yeah, there's more to the story. Um, And uh, I'm glad that that they're opening that door for... And and, and it's not just like a part-time thing. He is all elite. He is part of that roster now, and, and I, I look forward to seeing uh, what they do with him, what he does. Uh, yeah, uh, I am all in. There you go,
0: because he's a e. I love it. I love it. I love it, Leo. But yes, this dynamites the viewership, 940, like 984,000 viewers. They're almost to the millions, man. They're getting there.
2: I'll I'll say this now that you bring that up and and we're here talking about AEW and stuff and, and there's the numbers people are saying, Oh, you know, it's, it's not as much as raw. It's not as much SmackDown and you know what? Okay. Let's go with that. It's not as as much as those guys, but in the event that six years from now, AEW has to fold and whatever, man, I'm enjoying this ride. Just as much as twelve-year-old Mike enjoyed the the Attitude Era, you're here. It, it, you know, it is it, it it is what it is. And as someone that has that thought that he has seen it all in wrestling, seeing this n- new stuff and you know, it, it's it's great. It's indescribable. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Great words, put it, and then of course. We might see future more Ring of Honor stars. The Briscoe Brothers were backstage on Dynamite. So we might see the Briscoe Brothers uh, coming to AEW. We might see that. There's a lot coming, so stay tuned for that. And Rampage tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. As we have Darby Allen versus Billy Gunn. Jake Cargill versus Red Velvet for in the TBS tournament that is still continuing on. And you have the Jurassic Express versus Bobby Fish and Adam Cole, baby. So, uh, and Kenny Omega's gone. Injuries, he had a good you know vertigo shoulder injury, ankle injury. The guy has not taken a break since he left New Japan and came to EW. He he well deserved break, and I'm glad that he's stepping and way how he did it right to Just stepping out. Okay, I'm gonna take some time out. I gotta go for a while. You take over Bucks, not you, Cole, but the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loving it, and um, I can't wait to see Kenny's return and you know. Is this, I'm excited for Hangman Page. What's what's next for him? And yes, man, I, man, fantastic, man. I love it overall, man. I love this shit, love it. But yes, well, there you have it, gentlemen. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll take a little quick break. Well, we'll come back with this you know, Money Mike and I, because the one and only here has to direct himself to, yeah, you know, taking a long ride, uh, do some things, do some yeah. things. But Mike and I will come back and discuss the releases that's happened. And also we'll talk about turning point coming up to Saturday, Impact Turning Point and WWE Survivor Series. I know we're not the people want it, so we will do it to give our thoughts of survivor series and turning points. So I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you got you guys can handle that. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be right back. Look at this message. Don't forget December 9th, Circle Debate and Dirty Heels are sponsoring the epic event, Old Fashioned Wrestling, December 9th. Look at this commercial right after this break. Don't forget to purchase your tickets. The description right below, the ticket information to purchase them. December 9th, we will be there sponsoring the event. Viva Band versus Zita Zang for the PCW Ultra Women's title. So you do not want to miss that main event. That's going to be, cannot wait for that. So we'll be right back after
2: this commercial break.